Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, and thanks for joining us. You're tuned into the About Sparta podcast brought to you by the good folks at New Amendment. You can catch us on Beyond Big Ten on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But before we get started, Trav, tell me, how was your weekend? My brother means what it do, man. Had a long weekend. I had two good things happen this weekend. Well, not two good things. One good thing and then one bad. So I went to Portland. I went to the Nike store. Got to go to the employee discount store. So I got some good shopping in. I got some good stuff. Nike Techs, all the good stuff. But my team, man, we went 0-3, bro. Got our ass whooped. Damn. 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 Who can't for us, man? It does. It does. So, um, well, it sounds like you had a little bit more fun than I did. I, I was just, you know, um, entertained by shoveling snow all fucking weekend. Uh, so, yes, yeah, sir. that's where my life is at. Um, <laughs> getting about eight to 12 inches is, is, is where I'm at here in Michigan. So um, I've been enjoying that the last day or so. Uh, but nah, man, any day that I, that I can wake up and, you know, uh, still be breathing, man, is a good day. So, man, before we get in it. Things. Let's let's tip things off with uh with a couple of recaps on these past games. Um, on January 19th, the Spartans took on the 23rd ranked Scarlet Knights in East Lansing. Uh, fresh off a two-game losing streak, the Spartans were in need of a win against a well-coached and prepared team in Rutgers. Uh, arguably one of the better defensive teams in the country, um, they are complemented with size and strength in each position, making them a tough foe for anyone in the Big Ten. Uh, Woody, what did the Spartans do to overcome um, this feisty, feisty uh, defensive effort from Rutgers? Hey, strength in numbers, brother. Strength in numbers. We have five guys in double figures, right? We had A.J. leading the way with 16 points, seven assists. Tyson, 12 points, four steals, right? Jaden, 11 points. Hauser, Joey, 13 points. And J- uh, and Jackson, 12 points. We have five guys in double figures. And whenever you can have that, it just leads to a good situation. Also, man, we shot incredible from the three-point line. Right? We had four guys that made three three-pointers. Right? We had AJ, he was three for five. Tyson, three for five. Jaden three for six and Joey three for five. When we're playing like that, it's at home, crowd is rocking. It's hard to beat us. It's hard to beat us at home like that. So I thought it was just an unbelievable game, just collective collectively. Yeah, and these in these type of games, man, it's weird because they usually make me nervous. Um, just because of the Rutgers identity. Um, they're long, athletic. And they just seem to play with that chip on their shoulder. And that's usually the formula to winning on the road. Um, just think uh, f- the first five minutes into the game, we got off to a rocky start shooting two for seven. And, and, and we were down nine points. But, you know, in timely fashion, um, we got ourselves together. Um, and then we went on a 12 to two run in the next four minutes, um, which earned us our first lead of the game. Um, and, and from there, we didn't look back. So um, it was it was some uh, it was some positive things out of that game that I think that that we got out of it. Um, but it's still a, a lot of things that I think we need to work on as a unit. Yeah, because um, I, I think right, like I think when you when you look at us, 
and I, we spoke about this before, why I was worried, similar to you, with first the style that they play with, the, you know, the way that they defend collectively, but also right. just that veteran leadership. I think Rutgers, you yeah. know, is taking another step as a program, right? So, like, we're that team to be reckoned within the Big Ten and we're going to compete for a championship. So, I thought with us coming off of two losses, heading into that game, it was going to be tough. And it started off like it was going to look like it was going to be a long night for us. Yeah. But again, our veteran leadership, guys rolling through and, you know, kind of finding we haven't really found our identity, but we have an identity. And I think our identity, I spoke about it before, is just inside of our veteran leadership, right? Being yeah, able sure. to weather some storms, uh, figure it out as the game is going on and different guys stepping in. Um, AJ being that engine and allowing other guys to kind of like facilitate and play off of him. So I think that's really important. And and I'm, I'm glad we got this win because we needed it in the, in the worst uh, way, right? We needed we it. Needed, we, we, we needed, needed it, it. In, in, in the worst way because also just a quick stat to throw out there, we got out rebounded. Um, yeah. 40, it was 42 to 34. So, I mean, that, that rarely happens in – for us, but uh, just shout out to Rutgers, man. They, these guys are, are physical and they play hard. Yeah. On that three-point, just to clarify, that three-point percentage, man, it was 12 for 22, 54 and a half three-point percentage. That's incredible. It's hard to beat a team yeah, when it's like that. It's hard. Shot the ball really it's well. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, we, and we defended pretty well. Um, I think we have our we have stretches where we, we go dead. We don't, we don't have as much intensity uh, like we need to, but um, when the time comes, we always step up and, and, and make it known that, you know, that we need a stop. So um, good job for the Spartans um, first Rutgers. Um, let's let's hop, hop on to the next game. Uh, the Spartans take a field trip to Assembly Hall to face off against the Hoosiers, who have won their last three games convincingly. Um, and more importantly, have become a real threat within the conference. Uh, the 19 and six Hoosiers seem to have hitched their stride, sitting in seventh place, right behind the Spartans, with a four and four record in the Big Ten. Trav, realistically, can Indiana make a push for the Big Ten title? And has Trace Jackson Davis become the front runner for the Big Ten Player of the Year? Because this guy, man, he is rolling right now. He's a problem. So first question, no. I, I I don't think that they can make it. Um, I think, you know. I love the honesty. Purdue, for, Purdue is so good, man, and they're playing so well, right? They like, are, man. They are. They're going to have a hiccup. Like, I, I hope, you know, we're going to play them soon, so I hope we can go in there and get a win. But I just think they're so good right now. Like, they're at 8-1 in the Big Ten. And, like, it's that two-game stretch. But, you know, like, right now our conference is beating each other up. They so are. with our conference beating each other up, there's only a few more games where you can look at and say, this team can beat them, that team can beat them, but they're not going to lose too many. So I don't think Indiana has a chance to compete for that championship, uh, the Big Ten championship. On a side note, in Portland, I'm walking in the Nike store. I see these three guys walk in, and I'm like, I know that walk from somewhere. I look, and it's Christian. And as I go, I'm like, Christian, Christian who? Oh, Christian. no. Oh, yeah. no. 
So I'm in the Nike store. I, I see him in the Nike store. I'm like, yo, what's good? So he like, I'm like, yo, why are you talking that? And as I'm saying that, I forgot as the game was going on because I had left. And, uh, I walked, and he like, yo, the game is being played right here. And he has the game walking around the store. <laughs> and he like, yeah, we beating y'all right now. Talking that shit. We beating y'all. And I'm like, I got to go back and watch it because I'm moving around. You know, busy day. He was talking shit, man, the whole time. We walked by each other a couple of times, bro. He like, we still up. We still up. I'm yeah, like, man, yeah, that's that, man. that's that energy. Keep that energy, though, Christian, man. We're going to be going. Y'all still got to come to the breads, man. So keep that yeah. same energy. Hey, man, because we want all the smoke. We going up the we chimney to get it. And, yeah, and like you said, I think in, in, in the second question, I do think I think Trace is playing so well, man. That like I think it's between him and uh, Eddie. Eddie, how you yeah. say his name again? Eddie, yeah, Eddie. Um, yeah. uh, Eddie or or Edie. Okay, so I, I'm gonna repeat that. Yeah, so to answer your um, to answer your question, Edie. Ray, I think it's between Trace and Edie, right? I think they're both playing really well. Trace has been playing really well um, these past few games. He's had a, he has had a great year, so yeah. if he gets it, I wouldn't be disappointed, right? right? But if right. he doesn't receive it, I understand that the big fella at Purdue is having a great year, and they're also winning. So I think overall, because of Purdue record, if they stay where they're at, I think Edie, you know, takes it. Yeah, man, Edie, Edie, aka the Mountain uh, of Game of Thrones. This guy is. Man, it's a lot of things you can you can teach in the game of basketball. Besides, is not one of them, man. And he is just a problem inside. So, um, I, I think you're right. It's definitely those two. Um, and also Murray. I would throw in Murray in there in that mix as well. Murray's been playing yeah. uh, really good basketball for Iowa as well. But Jackson Davis, he's he's starting to he's starting to make a push for that for that Player of the Year. Um, I mean, the guy had 31 and 15 and four assists. Like he. He is one that constantly gets the ball on that block, and he's either going to work or he's finding that open man um, out of the post, and he's making plays, man. He's making all the right reads, and and he's playing well. He's playing good basketball. Um, But question for you, um, where does the real problem lie for the Spartans who have now lost three out of their last four games? Man, I think it's just trying to find our rhythm, like trying to figure out yeah. like the, the the Malik Hall situation and not playing is tough. AJ got in foul trouble in the first half, so he was out for a lot of that. Um, just trying to find some consistency, right? As the Big Ten get going, it's just a hard conference, and like trying to figure out, you know, what we need to do. Um, to like turn that corner, and I and I think this has to be collective. I, we have to continue to lead on that veteran leadership, and you know, just defensively, we have to be better, right? We have to be able to defend and and muck stuff up. So I, I just think it's a total of our defense. Um, if we can take that Rutgers game, we shot the ball really well, which is not you know normal to shoot the ball that well. But if we can have guys you know make shots and different guys step up. That, you know, Indiana game where, like I said, A.J. was in foul trouble. At one time, we had three freshmen out there, you know, which was tough yeah. on us. Um, and then when you're guarding older guys, 
guys that's been playing and playing well. It's just a tough cover. Um, for me, I think I think we just got to get off to better starts. Um, it seems like whenever we get off to a quick start, um, we maintain the tempo, uh, we dictate the tempo, and, and we just play better. Um, but but what's a little discouraging that I'm used to seeing from from Coach Izzo and the, and the Spartans is where is that intensity on defense slapping the floor getting after it like you don't you don't really see that too much these guys don't even really pick up full court anymore when that was like what we were raised and and born to do um here at michigan state so i would just like to see a couple of those things um just get into a ball pressure um and get into your man be be pissed off when your man scores it's it's like it's you know it's it's more buddy buddy these days it seems like but um, hopefully, uh, we can take that next step and uh, and make and make that stride in these upcoming games. Um, with that said, man, let's go and jump into X's and O's. It was a tough loss for us, uh, eighty-two to sixty-nine. Um, like we said, Jackson Davis he he played his butt off with thirty-one, fifteen, and four. Uh, Galloway and Bates also chipped in with seventeen apiece. And uh, for the Spartans, Hauser Hauser played pretty well, had 22 and six. Um, but for me, the X factor was Akins. Um, this guy is really playing playing good basketball right now. Uh, 15 points, two rebounds, um, didn't really get any assists. But he he's just he's just coming into his own. It seems like uh, that sophomore, and you could tell his game is starting to blossom. Um, he shot eight six for eight from the from the field. And three for four from the three-point line. So this guy is rolling, man. And, and we just need a couple of more guys, um, next man mentality, to step up and give, it, give him some more support uh, off the bench and, and even the guys, some of the guys that are starting. So uh, how did you feel about that, Trav? Yeah, so kind of just piggyback on what you said, Ray, about like Trace. He had 31 points, 15 rebounds, and four assists. And then Trey Galloway had 17 points, but he was three for three from the three-point line, right? So he was fired and he shot the ball really well. Then Tamar Bates, right. right, he had 17 points, but he was five for six from the three-point line. And Coach Gizzo spoke about it in his interview, like, you know, when we're digging, it's like the gift and the curse, right? You got to help people dig inside the post, but then when they're aligning and putting the shooters out there and they're making shots, like it makes it tough, right? You don't know what, like, pick your – I think Izzo used the phrase like "pick your poison." Pick your poison. Right? Yeah, like yeah. pick your poison. Like, do you want to dig? But I would also, I would, right, right. I, I would also say though, like we, it seemed like we just made a couple of mental errors as well. Um, not only just out of the post digging and 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 and, and have you, but um, going under screens on shooters. Uh, we, it was a double. I remember a play. It was a it was a double screen. And the first screen we went over, we chased, and then the second screen we went over, and the and the the big just changed his position on the screen, and we were dead. And, and you yeah. can't do that against Galloway, who shot the who shot the piss out of the ball, um, or he's gonna burn you every time. So little things like that, I think that we have to we have to show more uh, as far as the bigs go, and the guards got to just work their work their butts off and trying to get back and uh, reclaim position. Um, in front of their guys. So um, it's just little tidbits that we need to fix and get ready for the next game. Well, yeah, that's kind of like what you said when you asked me, like, yo, Trap, what, what are some things you think we need to be better at? And I'm like, well, 
is, is defensively. And I think, yeah. right, being a defender, knowing defense, a lot of times great defenders, right, are great second and third effort guys. Right. It's, it's when you get screened and you're like, I'm about to maneuver through this screen. I'm a, you know, I'm a Charlie right. Bell this screen, right? Charlie Bell right. is for you guys. If a guy coming off a screen, you get behind him, you trail, you get back into the pocket. So, right. like, understanding the game plan and knowing, like, we can't have these mental mistakes. And on the road, you can't do that. So, yeah. um, and again, I, it goes back to when you asked that question earlier, and I said it's the veteran leadership. Like, there are some things that we do as a program, a lot of things, not some, a lot of things, that takes time. And they're carried over, the habits, the routine is carried over from your veterans, right? So yeah. when we have moments where our rookies, our younger guys getting in there, they're already like, hey, this is the standard. This is what we need to do. So I think a lot of those small things, like you said, those detailed things defensively, we got to be a little bit more sharper on so we won't have lapses. You know what a bright spot was, though? Jackson Kohler. This guy has really been playing good the last couple of games. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but he's gi- giving these guys a spark. Um, first Rutgers, the guy had, what, 12 points, 11 rebounds, one assist. His first double-double, I think, of the season. So he's he's giving us more and more um, productivity as he checks into the game. Um, and he's locked in, man. He's playing well. He, he, he He's actually – become a, a little bit of a threat in the inside. So giving us an inside out outside game as well. So that's a that's a huge plus for the Spartans uh going into these next couple of games. Yeah man, I really like Jackson. I think I think we were trying to figure out the Jackson thing because you know Carson Cooper was playing better. And he was exactly. doing some really good things because so this is the thing. So I think Carson is a better defender. Right? Like he's for providing sure. presence. For sure. Jackson can sure. really score the basketball, and he knows how to he score. score them. Right? Exactly. So last game he had 12 points, and then this game he had nine points and six rebounds. So I think yep. the big thing with Jackson, it goes back to what we said, where, like, he had a few defensive lapses, and you yep. need to really focus on that. But once he turns the corner, he reminds me of a Goran Sutan. Goran was a, an amazing defender, especially a, a pick-and-roll defender and understanding yeah, how to defend the post. But he, he scores the ball better in the post than G. So I, I like the future of Jackson um, for us. I think he still has to continue to, like, really learn those defensive techniques and, like, the angles um, because he's not the fastest guy, but, like, learning how to play angles, knowing when to bump, when not to bump, knowing yeah. when to – Right. When the deny, three-quarter, right? Not deny, we three-quarter. Yeah, knowing right. where the three-quarter. Right. Like, all them small things that you learned. Like, you were really good at this because you were really strong. So, you knew how to, right. like, bump this enough to push you out to use your speed and your quickness right. to your advantage. Right? A lot right. of guys don't know how to do that. And that's actually a technique. That's not something no. that you just, oh, I, that's a technique where you, like, yo, I'm strong enough, sure. I'm going to push you out. I'm gonna push now him I'm gonna out. Use, 
Yeah, you know, like that's a technique. Get him, get him out of position or where he has to face up, and then I can use yeah. my speed to dictate where I want him to go. So yeah, yeah. man, that's that's definitely a technique, and uh, hopefully these guys can figure it out. And then, like I said, in these next couple of games, because man, our uh, our schedule doesn't get any easier um, with Iowa, Purdue, and Rutgers again. So um, we definitely need to be locked in. Uh, we may have to even make some adjust adjustments depending on the opponent. Um, but I, but like I said, man, I think our defensive intensity just has to raise. Um, it starts with the guy guarding the ball, and then it should be a you know it should be a snowball effect for the rest of the team. Uh, guys need to be locked in and and getting stops, man. We just got to get stops. If we can if we can focus on getting stops, we'll be such a a much better team. Um, than what we are at this very moment. With that said, man, let's preview Iowa a little bit. Um, let's let's hop into the scouting report. Uh, man, Iowa, Iowa, in my opinion, is is an underdog team. Um, they have five guys scoring in double figures. Um, they score about eighty-one to eighty-two points per game, and and. Man, they're they're a tough team, man. They they play zone, they switch it up, they play zone, they play man, they th- they give you different looks. Um, so this is a this is a team led by by Murray, um, who, who we all know Keegan, his brother was was a was a monster at Iowa, and now it seems like he's just taking his place um, and filling that scoring threat um, there at Iowa. So uh, these guys are. are are not to be taken lightly. And I think that we definitely have to be locked in because we definitely need this, this next game. We need a win, um, especially losing our last three out of four. System, system, system. They, they, they run a system. system. They know, they, they system. know what they're doing, right? And their system wins them games and loses them games, right? But they're going to run and do what they do. They're built behind sure. a one man. Like you said, they have five guys that are playing well, you know, that's that's getting great minutes, that's contributing, but they got one guy who's the big dog, who's the big fish. And yeah. that that's the Murray. Right? Like he is yeah. like he he's a clone essentially <laughs> of his right. Really like you, you you taking one and you putting the other one in, he's a clone and he's, he's having clone. an unbelievable year. Um coming off of what like I said, his big brother played well, great last year and right. was a top five, top ten pick in the NBA. So now he's coming back in. Right, This kid is averaging 21.3 from the points a game, 8.9 rebounds, 51% from the field, 75% from the, from the free throw line, and 37.6% from the three-point line. Right, Like he said, he's a candidate for player of the year yeah. and a serious yeah. one. So – <laughs> Whenever you have a guy that's like that, that can put up those type of numbers, they're always tough to play. Yeah. Because you just never know what could happen. He can explode on top of the other guys that are contributing, right? He's a guy, Ray. This guy's capable of scoring 40 points. No, easy. And and I think what makes – yeah, I, I think what makes him so special is it looks effortless. Um, when when you watch when you watch this guy play, it looks like he's not even sweating out there. Like he's just yeah. cool, calm, and collected the entire game, which is which says a lot about his character and and how he how he goes about his 
his workload. Um, he's impressive, man. Uh, I think I, I, I think uh, this is a game guys are really going to have to be locked in because they all also got a couple of more guys um, that's chipping in like McCaffrey, both the McCaffrey brothers, and then Perkins, Sandort, and uh, Rabraka. R- I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Um, this guy is averaging 14 and, and 8.4 rebounds. Um, so they have some they have some guys, man. You can't take this team lightly, or we will end up in a losing uh, column again. Well, so think about this, Ray. And we we've always we spoke about this last time we played Illinois. And then we have Purdue. Yeah. Now we're playing Iowa, another game where Purdue's the number one team in the country. So you're looking like, yeah. hey, we lost that game. Can't look past them because this and that. So. This is a scary game because we can't look past them. We can't afford to look past them, right? Like, we need this win. We got to walk out and win this game in good fashion. Now, but we know the Big Ten is hard to win games like always in good fashion and feeling good. There's always things we need to clean up. But I'm looking forward to us having a really great game, playing really well, and get prepared for Purdue. But we can't take this team lightly because they can upset us if we do. Let's jump into Purdue for a little while. Um, and when talking about Purdue, man, uh, uh, Zach Eady comes into, my, comes in, into play, and this guy is dominating on all levels. Um, being 7'3", 7'4", he's become a real problem, not only in the Big Ten but in the entire nation. Um, what do we need to do um, to prevent him to get into his spots and uh, and keeping them off the glass, I think that's that's the main things that we need to do. What do we need to do to to try to prevent some of those things from happening? The big mountain, as you call it, the big diesel, the big mountain. The, whatever words you want to think of that has big in front of it or dominant in front of it, and they give him a nickname after that. This guy is a problem. Is a problem. Last game he played is thirty-two and seventeen. His numbers leading the Big Ten in scoring, 21 and a half. Leading the Big Ten in rebounding, 13.2. Leading the Big Ten in field goal percentage, 61 and a half percent. This guy is a force. So, what do we need to do? Right. We played against a guy in the Final Four in 2009, guy named Hashim Dabit. And Hashim was exactly the same size or felt and looked like he was the same size. <laughs> he, he, was every, he was every bit of 7'2", seven, 7'3". Seven, so yeah, very close. Huge. And I remember when we were trying to defend him, the difference of him and Zach is Zach can score. Right? Zach is like a force scoring. Hashim was a force defensively. defensively. But they both took over the court. Like, they, they, they just took up space. And yeah. they, they had Jerome Geisen, and they had um, – was another guy they had. Um, that was, they had Kimber Walker. They had someone else. So their guard play was – A.J. Big. Price. A.J. Hold on, Price. Hold on, hold on. Let's not – let's not, let's not <laughs> forget who we talking about. A.J. Price was a killer. That's true. <laughs> I a killer. A.J. Price. Yeah, appreciate that. A.J. Price. So they were different, but they both took up a lot of space. And I just remember us like really saying we have to try our best to push him out to paint 
and did. Well, we clogged that, and we clogged the paint. We and we clogged, clogged the paint. It, right? we, we, we clogged. But you it. can't do that against them because they can shoot yeah. the ball. So, yeah, so true. like, right? I'm not. If I'm, I, and I'm a defender. Like, I'm a defender. You know this. I'm like. Do you rely and say, hey, you know what? Can he beat us by himself? Do you go, hey, go score 50. Go score 50. Go, go for it. And we're going to shut everything else down. Because go for it. If, if we're going to match point for point against you, I like our odds. Like, yeah. so we have to do the – because he gets you in foul trouble. Like, he does so many yeah. things when you're trying to game plan against – specifically him, and then when you're doing that, he's now kicking the ball out to shooters, and he's building confidence in those guys because they're getting great looks. They're not getting good. They're getting great looks. So I would like to say one-on-one. Let's see what you're going to do, big fella. Go give us 50. Yeah. I, I, I think I got to agree because he – but he – in in some in in a, in a way he's such a tough guard because you can't really front him either. So your you best bet him. is just your best bet is low man wins. Try to get as low as you can. Try to push him out as far as to the three point line as you can, and hope for the best. I mean, with a guy that size and and who can score it the way he does, um, you sort of just got to hope for the best and 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 pray that he. Uh, misses more than he makes. <laughs> so, so, right. Because it's, so it's absolutely nothing you can do. So it's incredible. I'm saying he's shooting 61 and a half from the field. So he is making a lot of shots. But we have to give yeah. credit to Painter. He does an incredible job putting him in the right positions. If you look at For sure. their offense and when they're trying to get him the ball, they're running actions to get him by the block where all he has to do is turn, right, and get turn right to the line. When they scored that game when the bucket, when he scored, he was basically at the basket, right? He just was turning did, around, finger rolling over the rim. Like, give me that. Did, you know what I'm saying? Did, like, did you, did you, so, but did, did you see that? The action was so simple. It was simple. It was so simple. It was like, so we're talking simple. about a normal cross screen, down screen. Like, they're simple right. actions. He's just simple. so big. And he's a force to move. He does a great job. They have done a great job, and he has done a great job of really focusing on his base and his balance and understanding, like, what's going on and how to use his body. So I think it's going to be a really tough matchup for us. Uh, Hey, I say go get 50, big fella. Will you get 50? We get to win. I'll take it. Yes, yes, sir. I agree with that. I agree with that. With that said, man, let's jump to Word on Campus. Man, Trav, I don't know if you got the news, man, but I heard I heard we got a couple of Burger Boys on yeah. the way. We got a couple of Burger Boys. Look, looks like the Spartans have done it again in the recruiting department. We managed to get a highly touted 6'10" forward slash center and Xavier Booker, who has all the potential, I mean all the potential to become a really good player for the Spartans. Um, He can shoot with range. He fills the lanes like a guard and is rated as one of the best shot blockers in his class. 
Uh, I'm excited about this class myself um, because he's just one fourth of the recruitment class that's coming in. And we also got another killer. This this little dude right here, man, he excites me. Jeremy Fears, if, if you haven't heard the name, can't say enough about this kid's ticker. Uh, listed at six foot, but he plays like he's six eight. Um, true floor general and one of the fiercest competitors in his class. I believe he will become the motor for the Spartans in the near future. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. Like it's always great when we all have the the goal when you're writing goals on your vision board, right? And you're talking about it with your family and your friends. And like at the top of that list for every player that plays basketball in high school is to be a mid down to all American. That's the top of your list. So for X and Jeremy to both receive that award is incredible for them and their families. And is incredible for our program. The X Xavier thing is huge because he blew up a year ago. He went to the Pangos camp, and I remember hearing about it, and they were like, yo, this kid is incredible. So I'm excited about his potential. He's just scratching the surface, and he has a buttload of of, of, uh, potential where if he can pan out, he's going to be really, really good. And Indianapolis, he's special. I'm sorry to cut you off. He he, he could be a one-and-done guy. Oh, for he sure. He got one and done written all over him. But you know what? That nap time, shout out nap time from Michigan State. They've been good to us. Gary Harris. Yeah, they have. Aaron Jackson. They've been good. Aaron Harris. Like yes. Aaron, Aaron Henry. Like there's a lot of guys and there's more guys that has come from that Indianapolis area. They've been really good to Michigan State. Right? And then Rolling. Jeremy. Jeremy is like he has that reputation and he has that swagger. Right where he's a leader. He's going to come in and set the tone. I had an opportunity to spend some time with all those guys uh, when they came up for Grind Week. And I remember him. I just remember one time we were in the locker room and he was talking to some recruits. And, and it was just like his, his swagger, his feel like, yo, like, yeah, we're going to do it. And I just liked it. Like, okay, you got that swagger. You got the yes. toughness. And he got bounced. He could jump. So, yeah, I like this kid. I like With that, I'm excited for what he can bring. I'm excited for what they can bring. I think that they we also have some really other good recruits coming in. One of that class is really good. So, but but like you said, sure. exciting accomplishment um, for all their hard work. There's a lot more work to be done, young fellas. But we definitely want to salute you as the OGs and um, say congratulations to you and your family. That's a hard. Uh, it's a testament to all the hard work that they've been putting in. Unseen hours. Unseen hours. For sure. But but before before we jump off, let's let's mention the other two recruits because you just brought up the word bounce. And it's a guy that we've also recruited who is six seven and can can jump out the freaking gym. Cohen Carr. Man, Cohen Carr has he's probably the second best athlete. Maybe Second or third best athlete in Michigan State history. I, I'm gonna put it out there. I I will say Jay Rich was one, and Miles Bridges was two. I think Ooh. off two feet. I think 
Cohen Carr, which is which is huge, which is huge. Cohen Carr is right up there. As could as 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 I would say, can be one of the best athlete, pure athletes to come through Michigan State. Hey Trev, you know what that's like. You, because hey, you, I'm leaving out, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving out, I'm leaving out. SB, I'm leaving out. Mo Ager, these guys Ager, all had it. Bounce. Yeah, Queens I'm, like, I'm like Brandon Dawson. Ooh, but the, he reminds me of Brandon, Brandon Dawson. He reminds DJ, me of Brandon yeah. Dawson. Right. So it's like he's an extremely great athlete. I'm not going as far as you just said the top three, but I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm just not going to say I stamp that. I'm trying to show the young fellas some love. (laughs) I'm just not going. I'm not going to go against you, but I'm not going to agree with you because he's an extremely great athlete, and we have the number three recruiting class. And then the last guy, right, is George Norman. Yeah. Go back. Did I fuck his name up? Yeah, yeah, Garrick. Garrick, Garrick Norman. <laughs> All right, you, you get it. Okay. All right, I, I, we're going back. All right. And the last you, guy. You want me to do it? I got it. I got it. And the last guy, we got a number three recruiting class. So we got Jeremy Fierce, Xavier Booker, Cohen Carr, and Garrick Norman. And Garrick Norman's a player. I seen him. He can shoot, he can defend. Coming from Dallas. He got that. Dunk on you, too. He dunk on you, man. Like he got some game. He got, he got that Maddie game, right? Like he got that Maddie. Like Matt, Dallas, that Dallas thing, right? Like Matt. So yeah. Hold on, Matt. What's his last name? What's What's Matt' last name? Oh uh, damn! Shit. Uh, he's at Michigan State now. He's messed up. Fuck. Not my name. Uh, Matt McQuaid. Man, McQuay, that's what it is. Okay, go back. Go back. Yeah. McQuay. So, Gary Norman, like, he has a lot of game and a lot of potential. He reminds me a little bit of Matt McQuay. Like, that's that Dallas connection. They both can shoot the ball. Yeah. Matt was a great defender. Right? Matt defensively was really big for us. Yeah, and he was. Coming in, um, Matt had – Good bounce. This kid bounces great, too. So we got a very athletic group coming in. So we should have some athletes. They got some swagger. You know, like, so I'm excited about this class. Like I said, we're number three ranked nationally. That's one of the highest classes, you know, to ever come yes. through. And just to leave it, Jeremy, I seen something yesterday, and I have to confirm, maybe in the past 20 years, they're saying that he's the highest recruit from a point guard ever to come to Michigan State um, really? overall. I think it's in the last 20 years because Mo Cleese was number one. I talked to Mo. Mo had told me he was like number one, number two behind Mike Bibby, and he was number seven overall. So, Mateen okay. Cleese. Yeah. He had to be in the next. And Magic, I think Magic was number one overall. So, no, I'm sure. Come on, man. That ain't even, that ain't even no. Right. That ain't so even no comparison. The last 20 years, he's recruit. 20 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good man. Well, well, that that's 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 great, man. Uh, to be able to get that type of recruiting class to come to Michigan State um, with already a, a a pretty good team that we have now, 
I think that's a lot of firepower that we're at, man. And I'm, I can't be more excited to see these guys get on the floor and, and get a chance to just watch them play, man. It's, it's going to be exciting. No doubt. No doubt. Well, that looks like that's it, man. Um, another great episode on About Sparta has come to you. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we'll see you guys real soon. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.